And we are back for another episode of Flux to Pose. I am Jason Lacey, and that guy over there is Lucas Rowe. It's true. I was wondering if you're going to do my name silly. <laughs> I always do our name silly. Because that's how my thing silly Billy? That's how my thing jiggy works on the Higger Diggy. That's oddly <laughs> sexual. <laughs> it was. This is this is ex- this is actually episode 155 of Flex Suppose. I know what you're thinking. How have these guys produced 155 episodes of this shtick? Well, this is how we have done it. So welcome. If it's your first time joining us, this is pretty much what you're gonna get for the next 60 to 90 minutes. And then some. So strap in. And when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. <laughs> but uh, no, thank thank you for joining us. We're recording on Tuesday. What? Yes, Tuesday, the twenty first of March, two thousand seventeen. More on that in a bit. On the docket today, besides drinking your milkshake, we have IRL. We have what you plan. We have. We don't. I'm just gonna come around and say it. We do not have flex to pose plays the dig because it just. Well, well, maybe we'll talk about that more. We'll have an overclocked remix. We have Netflixation begin again. And we'll wrap up the show, as always, with the community grab bag and maybe a little old awkward finish if you're lucky. Guess what? You'll be lucky, just like Daft Punk. <laughs> up all night to get lucky. Mm-hmm. They pay for the they pay for the awkward finish. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you gotta give so, it to him. So do so do many other lonely men, if you know. Oh, <laughs> if oh. you know what I'm saying. Yes, so, they do. Okay, so full disclosure: this, yes, it is Tuesday. We are recording a day late because, right? We we were all well. First, we had numerous setbacks. We always try to start recording at 8 p.m. We had numerous little setbacks that we didn't get started when we wanted to, but then we're we're ready to ready to go, and. Uh, I noticed, like, man, why is my audio, like, peaking like crazy in, in Audition? Because we record locally when we do the show. And um, we're, we were using uh, Google Hangouts at the time. And I'm, I'm like, All right, okay, let me open my mic settings, my volume settings in Windows. And I open the, my input, and I'm looking at the, the mic gain. And as I talk, I have it set at 65. And I'm just, as we're conversing, I'm just watching the slider go whoop, whoop. Whoop, all the way up to 95 and i'm like what and i keep changing it. it keeps doing it we mess around with that i restart my computer i'm disabling applications left and right closing programs terminating processes making the angry face at the microphone at lucas he can see the the beads of frustration sweat glazing down my receding hairline and my massive forehead and i'm just like oh what is going on the pulling my beard in frustration flames of zeus firing everywhere so we say, okay, screw you, Hangouts. We'll try a peer.in. No, problem persists. We go into into Discord, have a Discord chat. No problems. No fluctuation. We go into Skype. No problems. Mind-boggling. Then all of a sudden, the twist. It was happening to Lucas the whole time as well. It's true. So we, we have no idea what's causing this. All of a sudden, we've always used Hangouts. Now all of a sudden, anything inside of Chrome wants to control our microphones and we have no idea why so it's very frustrating when you're especially if you're recording an audio product such as a podcast you want to be able to control that volume and it definitely as i talked you know if if i had like i'm at 65 right now if i turn the gain up to 100 i'm gonna like 
overload my microphone like crazy, and it's gonna. It'll sound like that, really. It's exactly sound like that. So very frustrated that we could not give you this fine podcast at its regular scheduled date. So that that is why we are a day late and a dollar short. Now, uh, I've been I've been waiting to do this for the podcast. Now I. Facebook has this nice little thing that says memories and it tells you, you know, blah, 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 go on this day. You did this or you posted this or you had this stupid drunk picture when you were 25. And don't you want to relive that? No, I don't. Go away. <laughs> I thought I untagged myself from this. So I have um, two bottles left of Founders KBS from 2015. Um, they're very, very popular Kentucky bourbon barrel breakfast stout. And I've never cellared beers until this, so we're just going to crack one of these open here on the show. And uh, we'll see we'll see what we got here. So this is two years aging, so we're doing a little pour right now. We'll see what kind. Last time I did one of these, it still had a decent uh, carb carbonation head on it. Um, I don't think we're going to get much on this one, though. Holy show you there luke yeah a little bit a little little, little baby bit. little baby so um ooh, definitely definitely the bourbon notes are definitely there i'll just be over here drinking my crystal light oh hmm i would th- i think hmm. it's not bad actually the bourbon i think is more pronounced and i can taste the chocolate a little more now it's that been a while bad. no it's not bad at all um i mean you and i had this on tap the <laughs> oh, 2017 so variant what just uh just a few weeks ago so um what better way to celebrate episode 155 of Luxtapose? so i'm having a kbs lucas has got a crystal light he's looking <laughs> fabulous he's looking fabulous though i mean Dapper. he's got the he's got that slick hair look he's got his headphones on <laughs> well hopefully i mean i need these to I need these to work. And, and he said to me before the show, let us gingerly touch our tips. And, we did. And here we are. Here we are. So, Lucas, catch me up. What's been going on, man? It's, sure. We, we, it's been a busy week. I feel like beyond some small chit-chat, you and I haven't really talked. No. We haven't talked I, much this week. We've been busy. I made that comment to Danette. I was like, man, we've been busy or something. Cause Jason doesn't like me anymore. That's what I said. He's my only friend who actually checks in to make sure I'm alive, so now I'm really screwed. He he talks to me when he doesn't want something. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> Leave that to your imagination. Sorry, folks. friends that we don't have that won't listen to this anyway. That's true. That's true. Well, uh let's see, in the last week or so, uh let's we'll go in we'll go in order of uh of uh what happened first. So Wednesday, I was planning on, or no, Thursday, I was planning on getting my hair cut. So I just Ooh, go to little, the little hair did get some hair dids because it was the way it was cut last time. And I go to the same place. The way it was cut last time it was okay ma- when it Where do you first go? master cuts, sports clips, great clips, you, great clips, all clips, the clips, cuts, you know, clips, rips cuts, and, and <laughs> clips, cuts, rips, and ruts. Welcome to the show, rips and butts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You gotta pay a premium for that, man. 
Um, that goes along with the awkward finish. Um, so I go to the same place and last time they cut my hair, they did it in such a way that it looked okay at first, but then as it grew out, it was kind of wonky and dumb looking. So I was like, uh, I need to get my hair cut again. I hate getting it cut. I mean, I like getting it cut. I just hate having to go do it. Um, so I go to this place around the corner. It takes like 10 minutes usually. And I get it done. And it's great clips, so I don't expect perfection. But I made the, the mistake, I think, of as I was getting my hair cut, the, yeah. the lady who's cutting my hair, and she was nice and uh, a little a little chatty, but, you know, whatever. Um, she says, okay, so we're almost done. Do you want me to put in a uh, a hard part, basically, where they, they buzz your part into your hair? Oh, you just wanted a, you wanted a uh, hard part. Yeah. Um, so... I said, well, I've had that done one time before, and I could barely even tell it was there. Now, that was my mistake right there, because I shouldn't have said that. I said, well, you know what? Sure, why not? So she does it. Can can you really make it overly defined? (laughs) Yes. Well, that's exactly what she did. And I'll I'll try to show you, Jason, because you'll see. You can't see it from there. And this is what I did. I said, you know, it looked a little bit better than this, because my hair's all wonky from not doing it today. But, uh... I looked at it and I was like, eh, you know, it looks fine. Whatever. I just, I got to leave. I wanted to leave so I could go do something else. But she put this huge part in here. Oh, man. Oh, man. She, <laughs> that's like almost a half an inch. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she, it's she, huge. She, she gouged you up a little bit there. <laughs> and she says oh, to man, me, she's sorry. like, she's like, I put it in a little bit wider and I and I I didn't think much of it at the time. I was just like, okay, well, if you think it looks good. And then I went home and I saw it, and I was just like, oh my god, that's way too much. I mean, it yeah. doesn't look. It's not like, it's not like I have to wear a hat forever or anything. But it's just one of those things where you know when you get your hair cut and it's not like how you normally get it cut. So you're just yeah. like, oh, this is a little weird. I don't normally wear my hair this way. So yeah. That was a little disappointing. <sighs> See, I almost, they, he asked me, like, okay, so I go to a barbershop um, right around, practically around the corner from my house, and it's a guy that started it. Uh, he bought the shop from his grandpa. He's right around my age, so younger guy. He's got this other younger guy, um, Mike, that cuts there, too, and then there's a probably another guy Vic that I like and then they've got they got Jerry the old guy Jerry he's the he's your grandpa's barber you know sure. very much set in his ways mm, he's got be, two haircuts yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so um you never know like you can you could go in there and specifically request you know who you want and you can you know you just go in there and wait but I, I always be like I feel kind of like a dick like no I don't want you I'm waiting for this guy you know yeah. so I, I so I just go on the day Jerry's not working <laughs> so, but Damn the last Jerry. the last time Zach cut it he was so it's like when you go there depending on who cuts it it's always a good cut but it's always going to be you know slightly a little different a little based different, on who does yeah. it and he'd asked me if I wanted that and I almost got the hard part and I was like because you got to keep it up. That's the problem. You got to go back yeah. in and get it. And which I'm, I shouldn't. Get, I don't get my haircut as regularly as I should. I should go like every three, four weeks. And I'm like, nah, twenty bucks. I can't. I can't afford. Well, it's like, what, fourteen dollars plus tip. But I'm still. I just say twenty bucks. Like I can't afford that every four weeks. Oh, this is highway <laughs> robbery. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 
Or I, or he, I could have got what is what is the other undercut? I almost said that. Yeah. I'm, like I've been like all the all the cool kids these days. That's sort of what mine is right now, just because I like it a little longer on top. Yeah. I gotta I gotta keep it at it while I can, cause I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah. got much. Don't let them cut any more hair than they need to. That the hairline's getting higher. <sighs> I have decided though, when the time comes, you gotta just bick it. You can't be like you can't just be that guy and trying to fight nature and have like the you up there. Like when the hair yeah. is gone, it's gone. You just gotta say goodbye. Unless you're a I professor. Can, at least I can make up for it. I can grow this grizzly man beard, so at least I'll have that. But that's true. That's true. <sighs> you still have some hair on your head. It's true. So if if you want to know what I'm talking about, you can listen to watch some of the PSVG video podcasts I've appeared on lately, <laughs> and you can see my gleaming forehead in all its its glory. You should uh, sell tattoo advertisements up there. <laughs> <laughs> this space here. Yeah, ten dollars a month. Oh, or you can even see my you can see my face in high definition glory on Battle of the Beer. That's true. That? What, what am I? What am I not putting adequate product placement in this? this podcast i don't know you're you're failing at, at don't everything don't worry i'll plug i'll plug our patreon in two seconds and our product placement from audible.com <laughs> and humblebundle.com humble uh, bundle get all your gaming needs humblebundle.com <laughs> visit oc to remix today for your favorite classy jazzy j remix jazzy j jazzy jeff tell them larry um, og sent you so and then okay so that was thursday saturday yeah. Saturday, we uh, had a plan. We had a plan that Danette's brother and his girlfriend were going to come over uh, in the evening, and we were going to play games and drink and be merry. Um, But you're already married. (laughs) Well, yeah, we will be married. I guess we will engage in that. But but you're married. You can't can't be merry anymore. Oh. Somber and serious. Boop, 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 boop. (laughs) Um, I'm kidding. We're both married, and we love it. So, well, let's not get crazy. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so th- that was the plan. And then all of, and then unfortunately, Danette's grandfather was found, um, passed out at work. Oh gosh. And needed to be taken to the hospital. He's okay. Well, I mean, he's at home now, but that changed everything. Oh yeah. And that kind of sets the tone of the evening a little bit. Yeah, well, and that's kind well, of... Well, yeah, you know your grandpa, he almost died, so uh, have a good night. Yeah. Good luck well, Good luck with that. We're all fine that, here now. How, how are you? That was in the morning, so our plans were kind of up in the air at that point. Oh, wow, it just okay. depended on, you know, incoming information and everything. But the uh, her dad said, hey, can you watch your uh, brother, your little brother and sister? Oh, no. Is five and three, I think, respectively. Oh, no. I know. Plus Isaac. Yes, so... That's a lot Plus of kids. Derek. Plus Derek and Brittany were there. You got to watch him. You never know what he's going to get to say any antics he's getting into. That's true. And then uh, I also invited my mom because she was already in town. I was going to invite her, so I call her up, and she was like, that's funny. I was just about to call you. I was like, why? She's like, well, I'm in Plainfield, which is like 10 miles away or so. Um, and I was like, oh, that's funny because I was going to invite you to come over and hang out with us. <laughs> so... She came over as well, but uh, we went and got groceries. But, man, thank goodness because I came back and the house was crazy, man. So anybody who has three kids, I salute you because that would be – that was too much. They were screaming. They were were going wild. Poor Cody's downstairs because that would have just added to – to even more of the the craziness. In in terms of comparable salutiveness, 
Would you say that you would salute those people that are, have that many kids as much as you would salute those that are about to rock? About to rock? I knew where you were going. <laughs> yes. I want to scream it, but it's probably be too loud. <laughs> um, yeah, so, geez, that was just kind of a little taste of, of having... And, of course, you know, they wouldn't be so excitable if they were all brother and sister, obviously, and not, yeah. you know, woo different person's house, we can... We can, but it was it was fun. It was good to see uh, the kids because we don't get to see them too yeah. much anymore. Uh, and then finally, Sunday, 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 bloody Sunday. So this this damn microwave that I hung over the stove, uh, the cabinet was slowly pulling away from the wall, and it was even worse. And I said, you know what? We really should just do this. We should really just make because I've talked about making a shelf to go over it so that it'll be bolted into the shelf. The shelf will be bolted into the wall basically, or screwed into the wall and as much as possible. And so just, wait, so the cabinet's gone and then a shelf is in its place. Yes. Or? That's the plan. Okay. Because what was happening, it wasn't the cat. It wasn't the way that they attached it to the wall. It wasn't pulling away from the wall. It was the cabinet was pulling away from itself so the back part of the cabinet, what you would think of as the, the back of the cabinet, was still stuck to the wall, but the okay. rest of the cabinet was pulling away from that. Okay. Because they used um, really long uh, staples to attach the uh, backboard instead of screws like you would think you would do. So the only thing that's keeping the cabinet attached to the wall, in theory, were staples? No, no, the staples the staples were into the backboard of the cabinet and into yeah. the sideboards and everything. And then that backboard was nailed into the wall. Right, but the only on thing that keeping that whole front section and everything together were staples? Yeah, exactly, yeah. That seems like very shoddy craftsmanship. Yeah, well, that's though that's like cheap old cabinets for you. Okay. I I've I tore apart some other ones and it was the same way. Like the one above the refrigerator was the same way. So I'm guessing it was just like, that's the cheap of the cheap, you know, you get what yeah. you get and that's that. So I pull this thing down, which is no problem because it's already falling apart anyway. And we get the, uh, Derek came over again the next day and, uh, we get the thing pulled apart. And, uh, so I'm, I've built the shelf. We go to, we go to home Depot. I've never done this before. Uh, but what, the problem is that we're building a shelf that has to be hung upside down. So that uh, I, I was hoping you say I went to Home Depot and I said yes. I very awkwardly like you to ask me how much help I need and where I need to find <laughs> certain things because I don't want to wait for you to come up to me. I just want to get it all the way right now. Yeah, and then find out that they don't know what I'm talking about anyway. <laughs> I try to avoid people when I'm there because usually they lead me. They think they know what I'm talking about, and then they lead me down a rabbit hole that's the wrong path. So my favorite although, memory is like when we were in Best Buy. I think way back when we lived oh, together, and it's God. like God, I hate it when people come up and ask me. No, I don't need help finding anything. Go away. <laughs> Especially not in Best Buy. I mean, look at me. I know my way around a Best Buy. Come on. Um, so the brackets are going to be the brackets that hold up your the shelf are going to be on the top. Okay. And then there's going to be another bracket that's going to be through the middle. Now the reason for this is because we do not have where that microwave is placed, we don't have two studs on either side. We only have one running up the middle. So just that's two really studs the studs doing the work. Oh, that's right. Uh all right, I'm sorry. I just keep interrupting your story with stupid one-liners in relation to what you're saying. So it's like, I'll be, I'll behave. It's like I'm talking to myself right now. Um, and so, 
so only one stud down the middle, and that's really the biggest problem with where the microwave is at anyways. So I get these brackets. Now, the middle one is different. The middle one is coming up from underneath the, the shelf, and it's more of a J than an L. It's not like a hard a hard 90-degree um, uh, angle that I can push all the way against the board. kind of forces the board out a little bit. Now, unfortunately, I put the brackets on the sides up first. So all of this is to say that when I got it on the wall, I didn't account for how that middle bracket, which is different, was going to add inches on the back side. So when I put it up against the wall, the hinges or the brackets on the sides were not flush with the wall. There was like an extra inch that oh gosh, I should have actually pushed them back. So I've already drilled all the holes. I've already put this whole thing together. Um, I'll actually, I'll send you a picture of it. Oh. And... Uh, Oh, wait, no, I can't because I took the picture. And Have you ever noticed how if you take a picture in Messenger and, uh, like, Hangouts, it doesn't it, get added it, to your... Yeah, it only stores it locally to the... To the chat. Yeah. So, so I, um, I get this thing up there, and then we go to mount the freaking microwave, and it's basically when I when I made those holes, they've all got pushed forward by an inch. So they don't line up or anything um, because the microwave sits flush against the wall. But since the board itself does not sit flush against the wall, I didn't account for that. So now I got to go make, I got to buy a new board and make it all over again. Oh no. But we already have the hardware and drilling holes. Isn't too hard. It's just, I just had a feeling like everything was going so well. We found everything we needed, and it wasn't really a big issue. And then that happens, and I'm just like, ugh, gosh. So now we don't have a microwave, and we're just going <laughs> to attempt it again next weekend. So that was the big, like, <sighs> that was pretty much my whole weekend was, well, I, I mentioned uh, to Danette, I said, you know, on Saturday, I just realized this. I didn't even use my computer once. I don't think I've gone a day without using my computer in a long, long time. I'm feeling your forehead on the screen to make sure you're okay. Does it feel warm? <laughs> I think you're sick. So, so yeah, I'll. I haven't yeah. used my computer since like last episode. <laughs> so, really, you've yeah. been off your? Oh yeah, because you're been you're doing all your gaming on the on the freaking uh, on the toilet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As you do all good things. All good things come from the toilet. Yes. So that, other than that, that was pretty much my week. But yeah, definitely oh, a little, a few things happening around here as compared uh, to most weeks. Yeah. Well, clearly, since I, have, I had talked about gaming, we do not have a baby yet. No, Baby Watch twenty seventeen. <laughs> hashtag Baby Watch twenty seventeen. Ooh. Is still, is still in effect. Baby um, Ouija. We actually had our our meeting, our appointment with our midwife today. Everything's going great. Mom's doing great. Baby's doing great. Uh, they're not concerned, and unless any of that changed, and right now there's no reason. Um, I really don't think they would be concerned, in, like unless we got closer to like forty three weeks. So, um, mm. we're hoping that. Um, obviously, we're hoping any time, but I I think our midwife feels confident, and we're we're hopeful that. You know, any any day, but by the end of this week, we get uh, we get that to happen. Oh, I see the picture. Yeah, I I was able to send him a picture of the shelf, so you can at least see what I'm talking about. Okay. 
Oh yeah, so yeah, right there you can see on this, not so much in that first one, but that back picture you can definitely see the the gapage there. Yeah. Hmm. Not so good, but anyways, no. continue. You'll get it. You'll get it. Um. So yeah. So we're just uh, the way I best describe it now. It's like if you showed up at the airport ready to go on like a two week vacation, and then you found out your flight's delayed for like fourteen hours. <laughs> That's what this is like. You're 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 you've done everything you possibly can to be ready, and now you're just like. Ugh. So we're like anxious, we're nervous, we're growing impatient, you're frustrated, but you can't let any of that affect you. We're all cool, we're calm, we're collected. We're just like, anytime, like, you know, like, if she has like a little cramp and we're like, oh, we get excited, like, is this, is this, is this, is this the start? And <laughs> so we're like, we're ready, we're so ready. So I um, bet. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have, hopefully I won't be on next week's episode. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm very hopeful for. <laughs> um, and as we talked about during the last podcast, I talked with Jess afterwards, and then I'm like, yep, we're doing it. So the next day, I got everything plugged in. I had never done a um, trade-in with Amazon. It's really simple because, like, if you buy stuff from Amazon, it's listed right there. But otherwise, you just go to Amazon.com slash trade-in, search for everything you want that you have, and then you can add it all in, and then boom, they send you a shipping label, and you just mail it off. So I boxed up all my Wii U stuff. I traded in the, the system, the bundled game, which was Nintendo Land. I traded in Mario Kart 8, Smash Brothers, the Zumba game for Jess, Star Fox Zero, every game I had, my Pro Controller. And I think a total value I got was like 280-something dollars now unfortunately i wasn't paying attention when i was going through and, and finalizing the trade-in and i selected the option that give me the credit immediately so if you mm -hmm. do that they'll give you the credit based on the the approximate values of your items so they'll give you the credit immediately and then if any of your items are found to be less than value they charge it back to you so instead of just reducing my credit they'll i get i have that 288 dollars but they're going to charge one of my cards on file oh. the dif the difference so that's that the unfortunate sucks. thing. Otherwise, your option is you don't get your return, you don't get your trading credit until they appraise your your items. So mm -hmm. um, I checked earlier and they've received the stuff, but they haven't. Um, they're still determining value. So hopefully, um, I mean, all my games work great, so I'm not really worried about that. The only thing I all of a sudden I was worried about, like I was kind of having like a little anal tightening about, was the console because I, <laughs> I forgot I bought it. I bought the console refurbished, and. It works great, so there's no way they should be able to tell that except the box. I used the original packaging, and the box says refurbished on it. So I'm like, mm. so I'll see if they dock me some money for that, but I don't really think they should because it still runs great. So yeah, um, hopefully. So I did buy an SD. I did take use some of the money I bought an SD card for my Switch, but um, yeah, I think I'm pretty happy with the value I got out of it. I, I it was a little sad, a little sad. It's the first time I've. Uh, I've traded in a console and one that I, I I had games that I enjoyed, but then I, I thought about it, you know, and I listened to some podcasts, other podcasts that kind of touch on the same thing. And it's like, oh, but I'm going to play this stuff. And it's like, no, you're not. You're never going to play this stuff. I keep saying I'm going to go back and, and play these Xbox 360 games. Like, I'm going to finish Halo 4 or or some of these other stuff. I'm never going to. So what's the point? I might as well get some money out of it because there's no mm -hmm. point in keeping this stuff. So yeah, I feel, I feel good about it. And um, lastly, I want to touch on... If anyone else owns a Generation 1 Chromecast, I hope yours works because mine is a piece of garbage. I don't know what it is about this thing. 
and it, you know it's done its firmware updates and things like that but this Chromecast does not work for crap um, I can stream like if I go up and try to use it right now it'll pick up YouTube no problem it'll see HBO go it will not see Netflix I don't know why it won't be there but then so the other night I and usually I just unplug my power line adapter and plug it back in and that forces um, the the Chromecast to recycle the network connections, and then it, then it'll work. Still wouldn't work. So I uninstalled Netflix on my phone, reinstalled it, and then my uh, the Chromecast logo was there, and I could use it. Worked fine for like two days. Now it doesn't work again. YouTube, HBO Go, other apps work fine. Netflix doesn't. I'm just like, what the heck? So just very frustrating. So I'm interested if anyone else has a Gen 1 Chromecast. Let me know your thoughts. Um, when we ever do get a second TV... That Chromecast will probably go down here in the basement with that TV, mm. and we'll have whatever our primary TV will have if we get a Fire Stick or what do we do now. I forgot that we do have a smart TV, um, and that does have Netflix. It does have Amazon Instant Video. So we tried actually using Netflix, and I was surprised it does have um, profile support. Wow! So we actually we actually watched Netflixation on that um, with no problem. So that might oh, be. Nice. So I, I mean, we may not even need. A streaming device if the tv holds up because before it is a little slower because i mean you're running off the tv yeah. so like the ui is a little little sluggish but um just not very not very impressed with the chromecast so far it's uh it's been a weird weird device for me just we- really wonky use usage so i mean luckily i mean what i could get a new one for what 30 bucks i i would think that the newer version works a little better i know that they changed like it's spherical and I think yeah, that helped. Like that helped. Yeah, I mean, I think something like I remember seeing something like that. Something that they changed on it helped was gave it better Wi-Fi reception, maybe. Or I'm just remembering that. I don't know. Either way, let's do some what you plan. Hadouken! Oh God. Okay. Yes. I, I said it. Yes. I said it, and I did not forget it. Yes. So I don't know what yes. the hell is happening. That really Dan Anthony me. is laughing and smiling somewhere while he listens I'm, to this podcast. I'm gonna have to delete this program and and uninstall it and reinstall it because something weird has happened ever since I reinstalled Windows. <laughs> Poor. I know. I'm, I'm sure I mentioned on the show before, but uh, <laughs> his comment. Let me. Where I have to dig it up. Where's it? Uh, uh, where is it? Okay, go. Hey, listen. Oh no, why are they doing that? It's my new favorite <laughs> drop. <laughs> Who doesn't want to hear eight drops in a row that all last one second long? Oh, uh, Lucas, do you have yeah. an hour of what you plan? To no, I don't. Entertain us with? Oh, I don't. This is not Lucas's what you plan episode. Um, fun fact: we almost named last week's episode that. I did. Yeah. Uh, just to, just because I, I looked back when I was editing it and I was like, oh God. what have I, was, I done? I think I was 10 minutes, 12 minutes longer than you were. And I was like, oh God. So, <laughs> and every, I try not to, but it's hard to talk about something without, uh, like, if you want, if you want to talk about something in a meaningful way, you end up talking about it for at least five minutes. And if you've got four things on your list, that's 20 minutes right there. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's, without further let's, ado. In, in full disclosure, after last week, not just not because of that, but you know, after a lot of episodes, we're like, oh god, this podcast. What are we even doing? <laughs> like, why do people? How do people listen to this? Where do we? You know, we're not. We're not. What's going on? And then we're like, yeah. well, it's just a bad week. Let's just next week's gonna be better. And then we rinse and repeat. But there you go. 
Um, well, without further ado, let me get started here. This is something that I, I have let sit for forever and just never did anything with. And uh, I started it probably, I don't know, when it first came out. And um, I... I liked it, but I, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it at the time. It was too serious or something. Well, not serious, but too uh, involved to watch at the time. But now I finished it, and that's Luke Cage season one. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's a little tough. It's kind of tough series to start. Like, I feel like the start of it's a little slow go. Yeah, it's it kind of, I don't know, it goes like from one thing to the other, and then it finally brings all those elements together. But at first, it just mm-hmm. kind of feels like you're just following Luke Cage around while nothing really happens. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, I liked it better than I thought I would. Uh, I mean, this was this was a while ago. I, I think I finished it earlier last week. So um, I don't know. I, I liked it. And the only thing I can say about it is that there are moments where it's a little cheesy. But I think yeah. it kind of knows that. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of plays out like with him saying sweet Christmas, like <laughs> sweet Christmas. I mean, I, I know the character <laughs> said it, but it's just kind of silly yeah. when he says it, but I mean, for what it is, it works. So yeah. I, I enjoyed uh, it. How would you rank the Marvel Netflix Ugh, series I'm now weird. that based on what you've watched? So daredevil season one and two, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, where would you honestly, uh, I would probably put, daredevil first i will yes that's one thing um choreography daredevil kicks the shit out of luke Cage. you know that, that that one fight scene in daredevil that one hallway all one shot sequence mm-hmm. that still was like one of the best ever yeah it got worse when the ninjas were involved and you could like yeah. see the ninjas just standing there waiting for their turn but uh there's 10 of us and there's only one of you we'll all fight you one at a time so you can clearly <laughs> make an effort <laughs> yeah exactly um, gosh, honestly, I kind of feel like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage are tied because I like them for different reasons. Uh, but I would have to probably put Jessica Jones uh, on top and then Luke Cage. So, yeah, yeah, Daredevil, I, Jessica Jones, then Luke Cage. Which did you like better between Daredevil seasons? The first season, for sure. First season. Yeah. I mean, I, think, I really like. I just I didn't care for Electra. Just yeah, not, I did not care for that whole or the League of Assassins or whatever the hell they're called. Uh, um, I did like the Punisher. That was the redeeming quality of season. Two. Yes, that was about the that. only reason why I watched the rest of it. Oh, have you you haven't watched the rest of season two? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to the Punisher uh, spinoff. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, so, yeah, Luke Cage. Pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing I was kind of hoping to get into iron fist a little bit, but I'm, I'm hearing bad things about that one. It seems like a lot of people are pretty sour on that. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with you too. I, well, I'm torn because I, I, I did not like Jessica Jones at first, but by the time it was done, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I think I just struggled with so much with her, like being so, so much not anti-hero but so much it's like i can't help people i hate everyone da 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 and that struggle um i think that really annoyed me yeah more than any more than anything um and i would always like daredevil but season two like daredevil season two i just i didn't care for as much so i think that kind of pushed daredevil down for but i think i'd be about the same to you daredevil is still probably the 
my highest, and then um, Jessica Jones. I, I, I did like Luke Cage a lot. Um, I find it interesting that, uh, you know, Rosario Dawson's character is like, I, we need to put her in. She's the, the glue that holds all these series together because she has to be yeah. in all of them in some way, shape, or form to connect them all. Um, I don't know when I'll get into Iron Fist. I'm glad you brought that up. Hopefully uh, sometime soon. But Yeah, I don't imagine I'll watch all of it. Uh, I'm not going to subject myself to that. But if, if it's decent, then, yeah, I will watch it. But I am not. I'm not going. I'm not assuming it's gonna. It's gonna be good. From from what I've but read, it, you're gonna see Loras punching good. things. The Knight of Roses. Well, I and I you're could, you're and you're Lucas Rose. He looks like a doucher on all of the art I've seen. So I don't. <laughs> he's wearing his freaking uh, Mexican poncho thingy after traveling abroad or whatever. Anyways, uh, yeah. So Luke Cage enjoyed it. Uh, love season two. I love the show, man. It, it's probably my favorite show season refresh, two. Refresh me on what love is again. So love has, um, gosh, what's your name? Jillian Jacobs and Paul Rust. And it's a kind of a romantic comedy, but yeah, I mean, it deals with their relationship. What, what's it on? It's on Netflix. Okay. And, um, it's season one is about uh, the two characters, the two main characters, Gus and Mickey. And they, Mickey's kind of a screwed up girl. She, uh, I, I don't want to ruin it too much for anybody. Uh, Cause that's Gosh, kind of, the of, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I remember I yeah. thought I'd seen one of the characters. I kind of remember. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so like she screwed up from an emotional, like, um, dependency standpoint and so is Gus but they uh, for different reasons and I think what I like best about the show is that one it's freaking hilarious I mean it's not constant like sitcom trying to be funny but when it is funny it it catches me by surprise and it it just makes me laugh it's the show that uh, the the girl the main girl says my mom always says that uh guys from the midwest are nice and he says well you can tell you you can tell your mom to go fuck herself (laughs) holy shit daniel stern i'm watching the i'm just looking at the trailer i'm not listening to it the trailer for season two daniel stern is in it daniel stern played marv from home alone oh yeah 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 only for one episode um Uh. but what i like about this show is that it gets the intricacies of relationships especially between these two down so well, like she is kind of a bitch and I thought about it in a, in a lot of shows, it usually paints a girl who acts the way she does as the bitch who has to come back and say, sorry, you know, I'm such a bitch or whatever. Is it too late now to say sorry? (laughs) And she is a bitch, but there's reasons for it. Believable reasons. And same with him. He can be, um, over, overbearing with how much of a nice guy he is and like has his own uh, demons to deal with as well. So I don't know. It just does a really good job of showing these two's, um, these two people's uh, relationship in the way that it kind of takes some turns and, you know, trust and all that, all that stuff that comes along with a new relationship. So it's just, it's just really good. And I would recommend anybody to watch it. Uh, there is swearing 
in it, quite a bit of swearing, so just be warned of that. Uh, but other than that, it's not too raunchy or anything. Uh, but yeah, it's just one of my favorite shows, so definitely check it out. Stick with it for a few episodes. Check it and, out. Uh, season two All gets right. gets really good, picks up right where it left off, and uh, I, I thought to myself, where's this going to go? But it it's a... Uh, I don't know. It's a, a continuation that makes sense. So uh, I I probably completed this thing in two days. There's only I think there's only 12 episodes this season and 10 the first season. And they're only like 30 minutes or less. So it doesn't take too long to get through them. Uh, so I watched this in like two days. I accidentally binge watched it today. So and finished it. Ah. Um, last two things real quick. This first thing won't take long seven deadly sins that's the anime i was talking about last time where i said i was trying it out because it's a netflix original and i thought okay i'm done with voltron what else can i what other like cartoony stuff can i watch so i knew this was an anime and i I normally don't like anime but i thought okay maybe this is something different maybe they're taking the voltron approach and taking something goofy and uh making it good that is not true this this uh, anime is freaking terrible. It ticks every <laughs> box of about things that I hate about anime. It's is um, it too like cliche. It's way too cliche. It every character who's supposed to be cool is super like super nonchalant. Has their hands in their pockets to make them look cool all the time. Um, mm. It's very it's very much like uh, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, so there's like overpowered characters and people reacting like, oh, you know, and stupid <laughs> crap like that. Uh, the girl, the girl in the um, here, I'm actually going to pull up the girl in the 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 first girl you meet because it's a group of characters. Uh, and they're all supposed to represent warriors that are the seven deadly sins. And this girl has the worst voice I have ever heard. And I'm sure like a lot of anime characters talk like this. But this one, I mean, it's so annoying. Let me see if I can, until I can find. Just let me have a little peek. Okay, so here's here's this cool guy. I'm just, okay, here she is. Not her, she's a pig. <laughs> That's a talking pig. Sounds like anime. This. No way. What's with you? You're being really aggressive today, you know that? I'm sorry, that wasn't my intention. It's not like I mind you feeling me up. You can touch me all you want. It's so cheesy. Whatever, just get dressed already. So yeah, the girl who's like, it's not what I was doing. Uh, Every cliche in the book, man, just bad. So bad. So I watched probably four episodes thinking, okay, maybe it'll be like a guilty pleasure watch or something like that. And it's not even that. It's just annoying. Every possible thing. Uh, Just awful. Um. So yeah. Hey, I, I've got breaking news. Just so you know, uh, Hanson is performing in, in Grand Rapids on oh, Sunday. Oh, thank God you got you've got the. Uh, uh, I, I just thought I just thought you should know. Good. Yeah. They'll probably they'll probably play Mbop. Maybe they'll bring some of their beer Mhops as well. <laughs> they better. Um. You know, full disclosure. I've never been much into anime. You know, I just it never. It just doesn't click for me, you know? Like, I, I can watch some stuff like, okay, like, our Voltron is slightly anime I'd say it's inspired, influence. yeah. Yeah, definitely anime-inspired. 
And I, I, you know, I didn't mind. Uh, what was the uh, Apollo recommended? The one Netflixation. What was it? Uh, Space Pirate Captain Sp- oh, Harlock. Oh yeah, Space or... Captain uh, Pirate Harlock. Yeah, Har- yeah, Harlock. yeah. That wasn't bad, but you know, for most most of the time, it's very um, it just doesn't click for me. Yeah. Um, but like the only like let's back in the land party days, the, you, that's what the guys did. They'd watch anime. Everyone with what Naruto. And, Naruto. Now I did. I didn't mind Trigun. I didn't watch a whole lot of it. I didn't, but I didn't mind it too much. Mm-hmm. But probably the only one I ever put any amount, like actually watched multiple episodes, was like Great Teacher on Azuka. Yeah, that was, that was like the one. only one I, I only actually like ever actually watched. So, um, hmm. I've, I give you props for I give you props for even like trying. So. I don't mind anime. Well, I mean, I like the idea of anime when it's done well. Like Cowboy Bebop, while that's somewhat weird, I I need to try to. to that there's one. some weird episodes and i couldn't stand the the dubbed versions i watched so hey there's some weird episodes of flux to pose and I, I, I admit i admit our dubbed versions are not the best but if you if you power through i really think you're gonna enjoy <laughs> you know what there is what you find there yeah i don't know yeah cowboy bebop will always be my favorite and i've watched some others here and there but nothing's really stuck with me uh since then but Meh, yeah, I guess I'll keep looking. Uh, I did see uh, there was a list I saw of like 10 or f- maybe five animes that were good despite the way that they come across if you don't know anything about them. So maybe I'll check some of those mm-hmm. out. But I, I don't want to have – I'm not going to go out and get a Crunchyroll um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> subscription or anything. You're not going to be like, Nell, where's Nell no. at? We're supposed to be playing a game. Now she's up Crunchyrolling. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> Uh, and then lastly, the game I've been sinking all my time into, I need to get... Ma- Mass Effect? No, no. Uh, oh. I don't buy new games, remember? Oh, right, right. Uh, right. The Witcher 2, Assassins of Kings. You know that game that came out in 2012? <laughs> Not even Witcher 3, huh? No, well, because I'm one of those damn, damn fools who has to play them in order. Mm. Uh, hey, I gave you credit for... Trying. Even doing that. So yeah. I'm in chapter two. I think I'm about ten hours in or so, and uh, so. I will say this: I played The Witcher, uh, the original Witcher, and being able to play with a controller is is a lot nicer. The Witcher one had such a weird control scheme where so, you would fight and you would have to like right click in in a timing uh, sequence uh, to do maximum damage. <laughs> and so instead, this one, Witcher two, is just like light attack. Um, heavy attack and then you kind of like you have your two swords your silver sword for monsters and your regular steel sword for humans Um, and as far as I can tell this picks up uh, probably I think it it probably says somewhere and I just forgot but it picks up a little bit of time after the first witcher and uh, as you can imagine the story is about assassins as they assassinate kings um, Geralt, the Witcher, mm. has been, um, he's alone with a king, of course, and this king's trying to find his kids and take them back home with him or whatever. And as he, when he back finally home. finds them, this monk guy who's with, who's like taking care of the kids, um, turns out to be an assassin and assassinates this king while under G- Geralt's, uh, supervision. And so everyone comes running in thinking he did it. And so now he's clearing his name, or at least trying to, and much political hijinks ensue, 
And uh, as far as the Witcher 1 uh, versus Witcher 2 thing goes, a lot of improvements is just from a quality standpoint and a... I don't know. Like, the Witcher 1, I think, is Russian uh, or something like that. And the translation was really... Mm. kind of just awkward and there's a yeah i can't remember where uh cd project red where they're based out of somewhere it's either i'm american so it's all one <laughs> it's location, everywhere else you know? is europe <laughs> as far as I, i'll do the, the, the okay the i'll do break. the i'll do the right thing and look it up I'll, they are uh, uh they were founded in poland poland okay i knew it was either i warsaw warsaw excellent so polish then so yeah the translation was a little awkward the way that things were sp- uh, spaken, spoken in uh, Witcher 1 was a little off. And there's a little bit of that in, in Witcher 2, but not nearly as bad. And once you get used to it, it kind of just goes away completely. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying this one. It It's a little tough to get into just because there's a lot of names and, and places being thrown about and everything. But once you get mm-hmm. into it, it's just it's pretty fun. There's um, Since you're a Witcher, which is a, a slayer of monsters you uh what you are is basically a um, genetically modified human um a mutant basically and uh you gear up for battle by taking a lot of different potions and uh using a lot of uh like oils uh for your sword like poisons or things that do damage against monsters so it's a lot of uh i don't know i guess you'd say strategy before a fight that type of thing. Strategy. Yeah, but then the rest of it's just action. So uh, enjoying it, having fun with it. Chapter two, I don't know how many chapters. I'm guessing five, four or five based on the length of them. Uh, So uh, that's probably what I'll be, you know, hopefully finishing out for the next few days. So uh, all right, next few. Well, hopefully only until next week. I I hope I can get it done (laughs) uh, by next week, but we'll see. I think it's a, 30-hour game or so, give or take. Okay. Well, to me, that would always seem like a massive a massive game. Yeah, until but, Zelda uh, came along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of which... I, uh... It's funny, I opened Steam and, uh... Just as I haven't opened in a while and the store popped up and it was like one of the games like popular new releases and... Um, You've you've played this when it was in early access, but apparently it's fully out now. Kona, Kona is now a fully released yeah. game, twenty dollars. Yeah, I knew it was coming out soon, and I was gonna try to finish playing it, but I really have not felt like streaming lately. Yeah, it looks like it's ten hours. It's roughly what people ten to twelve hours is all it takes. Oh, that's so. not too bad. That's not too bad. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so big yawn. My what you big yawn, man? <laughs> that uh, I tell you what. It, I don't think it. I don't think the ABV changes with age, but I got that nice winter warmer effect from yeah. this KBS. Let me tell you, um, my what you plan? Obviously, Zelda. Zelda's the highlight. Um, but I'll save that. I'll save that for last. Um, over the weekend, we went and saw Beauty and the Beast. That was always the big debate. Once we knew when about the baby was to be expected, would Jess be able to see Beauty the Beast when it was in theater, or yeah. would she have to wait? Would I get the Nintendo Switch, or would the baby <laughs> come first? Because we didn't know the release date, so we got both of those. So now maybe he can arrive. Um, we did so see Beauty and the Beast in the theater. Uh, really good, really, really good. I I haven't watched the animated film in a long time, but I remember as a child that was really one of the um, 
Disney movies I really liked, and this is very faithful to that. Um, I mean, it adds a little bit here and there, but there's a lot of like sh shot for shot um, scenes and a lot of the same lines and a really good, uh, really good um, adaptation of what that film that film was. So um, we got together with our um, or my in-laws and went to see it, and I ha I have to say that. Going to movies in this day and age and be able to just go online ahead of time and buy t not only just buy tickets, but it being able to buy pick out your specific seat so you don't have to worry about getting there early, especially for stuff on like opening night like Star Wars. That is just so refreshing in my in my mindset. I love I love being able to do that. So always take advantage if your theater supports. Um, you know, seating ahead of time. I recommend you buy those tickets and pick out your seat because it's so much nicer. But um, we, I think uh, the movie does live up to its height, and uh, we all enjoyed it. So that is good. Um, in the streaming world, we continued watching Ultimate Beastmaster. Oh um, man! I think we're like seven episodes in on that series. Still haven't seen it. Well, we saw a woman make it to I think the third round, and then she failed horribly. So that that was a nice change of pace, but. Well, as um, we learned last week, women are the inferior species, so <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's true. So we're still, we're still going through that. I do like how they like they try to sell it as join us next time or you know, keep the next the next week, but then like you can tell all the episodes were filmed on the same night. Yeah. All the the, the 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 hosts have the same clothes on and everything and uh, I wondered that because with the intro you can tell that like Sylvester Stallone never shows up any other time, as far as I know. No, and it does look like he's there alone with like a camera crew or yeah. something. I find it more entertaining though than uh, Ninja Warrior. Like I find the challenge is a little more refreshing, and it's nice that you you like you get to see multiple obstacles in one show. Like you get to see level one, two, three, and then the finale. While Ninja Warrior, it's like okay, see these twenty people go through stage one. Yeah. Next week you're gonna see twenty more people go through that same That's stage. That's true. And, so that it's just kind of being able to stream like that is nice to mix up to the format. Um, the killing. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. He's uh, holding his head. We finished in the we we finished we finished season four of the killing. Okay. And I have to say we were both a little disappointed in the direction Netflix takes this series and the way it ends. My God. Horrible. Horrible ending. Mm. Horrible ending. So, I, Lucas, do you have any care if I spoil it to you? Uh, I don't even. Other than you talking about it, I've never heard anyone talk about it. So, okay. If no, you I do don't. not care about the killing, listen on. Otherwise, please skip ahead because I'm going to spoil it. Okay. So, throughout the series, we have two varied characters. Okay. Um, Sarah Linden is the, the first ser season was engaged was going to get married to this guy and then she got roped into solving this crime and then like never went there so she has a tendency to always run from commitment and then she she like grew up in foster care she had a very troubled childhood and she has kind of a strained relationship with her son because basically she's always working and just kind of neglects her son and then throughout the series he actually goes and lives with his dad and goes back and lives with his dad and leaves her and then she has a boyfriend that falls apart so she's always not very good at personal relationships and she's very just much consumed by her work okay like she had like a breakdown at one point because she got so obsessed with a case she was working the other character 
um, Stephen Holder. He was a drug addict. And then um, he uh, gets with a girl that's above his league. She's an assistant district attorney. She gets she gets pregnant and this and that. But he has like a relapse where he starts towards the season, um, gets back into drugs, gets back into heavily into alcohol. And then at the end of the the season the series, like they do a, a break, and then there's a time jump, and then those shows those characters again, and they're both out of law enforcement. He's like working with um, troubled youth, looks like, and sort of with some sort of a li- religious focus, and like trying to help refocus them. And then she, I can't remember what it really said she was doing, but she was like traveling, and she like randomly stops to visit him there. And they're talking, and he's like, you know, shocked to see her. And they both look somewhat, they both don't look like hell because they're actually sleeping and not working murder cases <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And like, there's this weird moment, like, where there's like this, like, you see like this weird, like, awkward physical attraction moment between the two, which just feels weird because there was none of that at all in the season. And then he, like, wants her to stay. He's, like, not with the mom of his daughter. He wants her to stay, and she wants to blah, blah, blah. So she leaves. And then all of a sudden, he, like, finishes off his day at work, and he comes out, and she's back again. And then there's, like, this, like, it very much hints that now they're going to be romantically together. And then it just ends. The the show just, the episode just ends. And it's, like, it's just, what? It would be, like, it would be, like, if Cassian and, uh, Jen like kissed at the end at that, that scene in Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, because like completely not needed, completely true. forced, and it, it's it's just like what? Why are they together? They shouldn't. There was never any moment in the series that they were together. That it, it just felt horribly forced device, and it really kind of ruined everything the other th- four, the other three seasons had done. So like Jess was way mad she was so pissed she's like what are you kidding me and she was just really upset by the ending of it yeah very disappointed that the show ended like that because i i got i got one of my coworkers watching it and they just finished season two and they're like this show is so good and it really was up until season four um but let's go out on a high note zelda yes so as of their troubles with flexibos last night i was like all right i'm just gonna have to finish zelda then so i finally figured i've done I've done a lot with Zelda. I've found all 120 shrines. Not all myself. I've definitely had to look up a couple. I didn't. I solved them all on my own, but I actually had to look up the locations. And I had all 120 for the longest time. And I, I looked up a map online. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, where is this last shrine? I'm at 119. Where's the one? I've got them all. And I look up a map, and I'm like comparing on my map in the game. Like, I have that one. I have that one. I finally had to, like, download the map and, like, literally go in and paint and like x out oh each one God. individually <laughs> and it turns out i had the shrine all along because as you discover one you activate it and then you can quick travel to it and it shows up on your map okay but then once you solve it then the icon like the the little icon like is a solid color instead of just an outline mm-hmm. and it's so small i couldn't tell the difference so i had the shrine all along i just i just didn't go in and actually solve it so you did 10 minutes of work for nothing oh god more than 10 minutes it was like a couple days of doing all that so um throughout my playthrough yeah i put 80 hours into this i got i got all 120 shrines so i maxed out my stamina i had max hearts like i had a ton of armor i did every side quest i come across i think there's one i think there's one uh 
uh, stable I didn't find. So there might be a couple side quests I've never done. I, I got the Master Sword. Okay, there's 900 Korok seeds. Yeah. Okay, I got six. I got 60. Wow. <laughs> there's 900 of those. I, so I, I'll probably get... I'll go back and keep trying to get those as I there go. There was so. a YouTube video that's... Or something I saw somewhere that said, somebody finds all 900 seeds or whatever. And I was <laughs> like, what? That's... Uh, that doesn't sound like anything yeah. I would want to do. So last night I was like, I, I better, before the baby comes, I better at least finish the story and then I can just come back and explore the game world as I see fit. Spoiler, if you don't want to hear about Ganon, please skip ahead now because I'm going to reveal something. Yes, I'll give you a moment. call this a spoiler cast. Jeez. Very disappointed in the boss fight. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I was just very, I like, it was not, I was expecting more. It was not difficult. Maybe that's just because I had upgraded my armor. I had the master sword. I had twenty. I had twenty uh, something hearts. So I mean, I was overly prepared for it. So maybe that's why. But it wasn't difficult for me. Hmm. Um, so I was a little disappointed. Uh, the endings were cool though. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's so hard to like. I don't know if I could go back to another a normal Zelda game. I miss the the classic dungeon that each Zelda games would have. Mm -hmm. Like this doesn't have like the, the divine beasts were that in this game. And they were, they weren't, they didn't quite scratch that same itch. They were really cool and unique, but they weren't nearly as, as in depth as that was. But the fact that you can just go and do anything and there's that more emergent style gameplay that you can get out of this, I think makes up for that. Um, you know, there's no levels or things like that with this game, but you definitely like when I starting out, you know, I'd see a, a large, uh, boss or something like that, and I'd be terrified and I'd run away. And by towards the end of the game, it didn't matter what I'd come across. I'm like, you're my bitch. Let's go. <laughs> and I would take I'd take everything down because I had all this awesome equipment. So there definitely was a progression there. And I have to say, even up until when I first started playing this, I was I was really afraid that I'd wasted my money and I, and I was not gonna like this game because that whole open world aspect. And I don't know if it's because how this game does open world that I enjoyed it, or it's just because I'm, I'm more vested in like the lore and story of what Zelda typically is. And that's what kind of, you know, fed me. Um, probably a little, but still it's, it's, it's really nice. Like, like when I was getting towards the boss, I was like, Oh, I could go through and fight all these monsters and, and hard enemies or no, I can just climb all these walls and get right up there and skip everything. Cause I mean, that's what I do a lot in this game. It's like, oh, I can just climb over this mountain and, and avoid all of this stuff. <laughs> um, just it, I think it definitely deserves everything that it's got. And I mean, I, I played the, the sh I played the hell out of this game because I wanted to get through it before baby, but just because I was like consumed by it. Um, I couldn't tell you the last time I played a game this much so quickly. Now, could that be because I could um, play this anywhere? I'm sure that. Is part of it. It's not like I could take my PC to work and play Awesome Knots. Yeah. Because you know, let's face it, I probably would have. But, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, this is this is just very versatile to being able to adapt to any situation. So. Right. Um, you have to wait until um, now Mario I'm, comes out and find out. Right now, I'm now I'm kind of like, oh, what what's next now <laughs> because. I don't have I don't there, there's no I don't have any other games yet. Um, I almost bought Shovel Knight today, um, but I'm waiting for that Amazon Prime. I mean the Amazon trade in to kind of clear up. Um, You've played that already, haven't you? 
Yeah, I had it for the Wii U, just the base game. I think I had the Plague Knight DLC as well, but I never finished it. Mm-hmm. So they have like the entire, they have all, everything. It's like the treasure chest, I think, or treasure trove. Oh, okay. And it's like it's for twenty bucks, and it gives you Shovel Knight and everything. Oh, that's cool. Um, the plague, the Plague Knight, the uh, whatever, all the other other guys, the Onion Knight, yeah, yeah, Onion Knight, everything, the Knight of Roses, they give you all. <laughs> so. Um, or I might get Blaster Master Zero. I don't know. There's some, there's some good stuff there. And I, re- I really wanted to get Binding of Isaac, but not for forty bucks, man. That's just like, yeah, that seems. I've never played it. I never played it, and I really like the the dev because I really enjoyed uh, Meat Boy and the other stuff they've done. Oh, so. Super Meat uh, Boy, Super Meat Boy. <laughs> exactly. Um. So yeah, I feel I feel really accomplished. Like I, I really enjoyed Zelda. I feel really good about what I've done with it, and I, I definitely will keep going back to it. Like again, I can get the Korok seeds. There's some I, there's some armor I'd like to keep upgrading. I'm happy that I've I based on what I've searched online, I think I I, I got what I sought out to do, which was obtain every piece of armor in the game. I'm pretty sure I have all that. And then uh, yeah, there's gonna be DLC content. Um, there's a pack coming out in summer, and then one in just towards winter and. Like one of them is going to be more story content, and like if you could keep, like I would, I would gladly pay for like some more, like you know twenty, you know ten to twenty hours of story-driven quest lines to experience inside this game, because um, it's not like we're going to get another Zelda game anytime soon, just because of how big this was. So yeah, that's um, true. It's definitely, definitely worth the wait. A lot of cool stuff to be had. There's a lot of cool things to find, like between. Uh, I mean, I, I rode on a, I mounted a bear and I rode a bear around on a mountaintop, <laughs> you know, couldn't keep them. But in an elk, I did that too. There was, and there's like other crazy horses, other crazy things like that, that you just encounter. And just, it's fun. It was really fun. Zelda, really fun time. Um, definitely the best Zelda game I've ever played by far. So, well, you got your money's worth. That's for damn sure. I, I definitely feel sufficient with my $50. So that will do it for what you plan. We have not, yet again, folks, we have not played The Dig. Um, clearly, your week, I feel like most of the opportunities we're going to get to play this game is on the weekends. Your weekend was clearly completely well, full. That's, yeah, that's part of the problem for me is I actually have to stop because the last two weeks I've said I'm going to play this on Sunday, and then I don't end up being able to play it on Sunday. By the time I do get some free time, I'm like, I just want to do the thing I want to do. And part of it is also because I said I was going to stream it. And let's 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 face it. It's not exactly video content that's setting the world on fire. So I might have to just play it and not stream it. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm OK. Like the two people that have watched it. Yeah. Besides me. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and so, I mean, if you're not going to play it and you don't give a crap about this that section anyway then you're not losing yeah. out any well let's let's be honest in all fairness i haven't wanted to play anything else except Zelda yeah. for the past three weeks so i've you know i feel i'm finally at a point now where i can take a step back and i could i i do want to keep playing but i think i'd also get pretty burnt out before if i kept doing that so it feels now i finally good i feel good about it. i'm going to play this now where i can actually reset a little bit and yeah. enjoy some other things and go back to it. So I think that'll help on my end, but you, you really got to be in a certain mindset to play something like this. It's not like you're just playing a shooter or a platformer where you can kind of chill out. Like we talked like the stupid inane problems you're going to come into. It's, you got to really 
it, you got to think about stuff. It, oh my goodness. It's smooth sailing until you hit a problem and then you spent, well, like I did spend a freaking hour and make absolutely no progress. That's really a, that can be a real uh, motivation killer sometimes. So that didn't help either, but I think we'll get back to it. Like I said, I got to stop. Yeah. I should like plan on playing it on a Thursday night or a Friday night instead of, uh, yeah. Well, and plus, see, and that's the other thing too is if I play first, and I'm not catching up to you, that gives you almost no time to play the game and catch up to where I am. So, uh, so it would be hard yeah. to talk about the game if you weren't at the same point as I was. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we will we'll make a more consorted effort to get back to that, and you're. Your next flex deposed DM sessions. So, uh, without further ado, Lucas, we've talked for a bit. How yes. about we break things up with an overclocked remix? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'm going to spin the wheel of remix right now. Ooh, now, what's interesting on this, on this. I hope it's Mickey Saves the Day. I was going to say, there are a lot on here that are newer, but... Oh, it's uh, Retro City Rampage, number 19, at oh, the very damn. bottom. I was hoping it'd be that Wind Waker. Now, Retro City Rampage is not River City Rampage, is it? No, Retro... I have remake. Retro City Rampage on... Yeah, it's on... No, it's it, it's sort of a remake. It's a callback, more or less. It's, okay. I have it on 3DS. It's basically... It's very much inspired by, like... Basically, let's say that you took... Um, that you took Grand Theft Auto one or two and then made it oh, like, yeah. eight, like okay. sixteen bit. Yeah. And it has just a ton of pop culture nerd references into it. I remember hearing a lot, especially about that. with Back to the Future. So um, there's a new they have a new uh, a new version of it um, coming to the Switch. Um, which is basically Retro City Rampage, different title, but it's sixteen bit style and it Ooh. looks awesome i can't remember the name of it i have to look it up so um as lucas said our game this week is retro city rampage our song is called the retro head five our remixer is hey maze dude yeah and i remember you know, maze we're, dude. we're very familiar with his work uh this again was coming from retro city rampage it's the title song um submitted and posted on february 16th 2017 here on oc remix uh the comp- Composers. Now that's interesting. Um, composers. Jake Kaufman, isn't he? He's a uh, a remixer as well. I'm pretty sure that, that Jake Kaufman sounds really familiar. That wouldn't surprise me. Based on the um, based on the like the game, and even right here, Maze Dude plus Retro City Rampage slash Jake Kaufman equals good. Larry OG writes, this is an arrangement of American composers' work, so we need to encourage you to also get Maze Dude's great new VGM arrangement album, American Pixels, yeah, he- which is available from many fine digital music stores strictly focused on tunes by American VGM composers. Smiley face. He uh, did some... He did Shovel I know Knight. He played a, yeah, I know we've played a remix of his on here before. Because whenever, whenever I read Jake Kaufman, I just think of Adventure Time. <laughs> <laughs> True true well so let's just play it hey? yeah let's do it we'll, we'll play it and we'll take a little breather and you can find this remix and many 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 more at where at lucas oc remix dot org <laughs>
Folks, that was your overclocked remix for this show. A little bit of a funky tune. Kind of reminded me of Earthbound or something. Uh, but it was a good one. A little different. Uh, a little different. Shall we move on into the Netflixation times? Happy, happy, fun time. Happy, happy, yeah, joy, joy. Our Netflixation was Begin Again. And Netflix described it as this when a down on his luck music provider music producer discovers a promising singer songwriter in a bar he resolves to launch her career and save his own would you say that's accurate jason um yeah um yeah okay it 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 kind of is i would i would agree to to of course now this is the this is the double down um explanation which we are usually using not the face value one that you get on when you're going around looking at stuff on Netflix. So it's a little short, it's a little less uh, poignant, but I guess given what this movie is about, that's about all you can get out of it, I suppose in one sentence. So instead of trying to tell you what happened, I have a synopsis here that I will read. So for those who didn't watch the movie or watched it and don't remember, uh, I don't. We don't have to stumble through the description and go, uh, yeah, I don't remember the main character's name. So Greta and her longtime boyfriend Dave are college sweethearts and songwriter, pa- songwriting partners who decamp for New York when he lands a deal with a major label. But the trappings of his newfound fame soon tempt Dave to, tr- to stray, and a reeling, lovelorn Greta is left on her own. Her world takes a turn for the better when Dan... A disgraced record label exec stumbles upon her performing on an East Village stage and is immediately captivated by her raw talent. From this chance encounter emerges an enchanting portrait of a mutually transformative collaboration set to the soundtrack of A Summer in New York City. I guess I didn't catch that her name was Greta. (laughs) Yeah, I find a lot of the time I just don't remember people's names. It's, It's weird that... I can watch a movie for two hours or whatever and not know what anybody's name is, despite the fact that they say it multiple times. But whatever, I guess. Um, is there anything that's missing out of that? I mean, it again, it's a little bit no. more of a generalized what happens. No, I think that I think that's I think that does it well. I mean, granted, with this movie, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit in the likes, dislikes, and nitpicks. But in this movie, there there isn't a whole lot of twisting and turning. To the old story here it's it's a bit of a uh a simpler story i would say for a simpler time but i think it it just happens in modern day new york so uh right, let's just get right. into the likes jason 
what did you like? Um, okay. I, I, well, I definitely liked the soundtrack, the music in this. Yes. I, I would say, like, while I, like, Sing, Sing Street was good, but I think this was, like, even way better in terms of, the like, the music that I liked for this. Except every, <laughs> damn you, Adam Levine and your Maroon 5 high, high-pitched voice. falsetto yeah. voice. Um, at first I was like, is that Adam Levine? I couldn't tell. And I was like, oh, yeah. That's I, yeah, I had the same thing um, happen. And then he looks really weird with a beard. He looks awful <laughs> with a beard. I think that beard was um, fake. <laughs> definitely liked the music. Um, I liked um, like some of the way it was shot too. Like um, I don't know. I I guess I I don't want to use I don't know what. Like you'd have like these really like up close, kind of more raw shots, and then it just. Like, kind of made it have more of a real look Mm -hmm. to it i think um plus i had um plus i had the fact that it had uh oh what's his name in it um james corden i love james corden and he's in this and that that earns it points as well um fun fact um you remind or he reminds jessica of you james corden does so you're a uh, you're a uh, English late night host. Okay, I I, so. I can I can handle that I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't know I I there's I guess it's hard to pinpoint too many other things like I I really overall really spoiler enjoyed this film so um, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Tell me. All tell right. me your well, things. Tell me your things. I I agree. I did like the music. I mean, I I always find it interesting when they make music for things like this because trying to write a movie like this and then also write music I'm sure you know you get help from people who actually do that but yeah. uh, I, I, I liked it even though it's not something I would necessarily listen to but it was interesting to h- hear him as a drunk to hear um, what was it Dan as a drunk ass look like approach the stage oh, that, and then that was awesome though like like okay Typically in a lot of movies, I'm going to jump in here again. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Typically in a lot of movies where it does that jump around, like through chronology, mm-hmm. I don't like. But this, I didn't mind. I like that it, it's storytelling and how it did that, how it like showed you an event and like, okay, now we're going to show you how these characters got here. Yeah, and I think and for I don't think they did it too much was why it wasn't no. so bad. So, um. I like that, and like again, yeah, I like that part on the stage. But I love that that scene where it shows how his mind yeah. thinks about the music. That was really cool how it showcased his that. beautiful mind. Yeah. Um, well, as he said, he's got to get drunk because that's when that's when the magic happens for him. Uh, yeah. So now I will take I will take a little umbrage with the music being better than sing street i like sing street's music better but that's just because i like i would say that i like that yeah that type of music over over this anyway uh but they're both good and honestly at the beginning of this movie i didn't quite like it or hate it i was just kind of like uh and there were some parts about it that were were starting to kind of turn me off to the whole thing but once it got like once it got going, it kind of charmed me a little bit. I, I found it to be 
like I didn't want to like it, but it grew on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Almost. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, d- I wasn't going in that that angry about it, but I was just kind of like, you know, what what's this? You know, is it going to be Sing Street all over again or what's going on? And I don't know. It just kind of won me over over the course of the movie. So uh, let's talk about some dislikes. I'll start with just the only one that I had personally, and that was I felt like there was little impact after I watched it on me. I I kind of felt like, so that was a story. Um, there's some other things in the nitpicks that kind of go along with that, but like I, it's not even, I don't want to say that it's such a dislike that it made me like, you know, oh, I was going to give it a five, but now I'm going to give it a four. But I and I don't think that every story needs to have some kind of like walk away thinking about how, you know, this has changed your life or whatever. But given the other little things that have happened, I or that I was thinking about in my nitpick section, I just mm-hmm. felt like I kind of walked away from it just going. So that was a story, you know, so that was probably <laughs> my biggest dislike. What about you, Jason? If any, um, I would say I disliked the um, kind of like the the arc that they put Kira Knightley's character under, because just the fact that they have her like reconsidering, like you can see how much she's hurt. Which I understand this happens, but how much she's hurt by Adam Levine's characters mm-hmm. through the course of what happened, and then she's like almost you almost think that she's gonna get back together with him, which I would have been super she pissed if she would've. just like turned everything around and it's just like, Well, you want me back? Okay, I'm all in and so I was like, Ah, you know, and and I was worried because they, they show it just like I talked about with the killing, there's like that split second scene where her and her and Dan yeah. are like exchanging this glance and you're like, Is there some romantic spark between them two? And I was like, if they like get romantically involved in this movie i'm done because that's, that's just gonna ruin it for me so that's part of what i was glad me. yeah i'm very i'm glad that they had like they had there was something there maybe maybe not just be romantic but maybe it, like fatherly yeah you know yeah. and then you know it luckily they went in the other direction um so but no i didn't i honestly i i didn't have a lot to dislike here maybe that the I, I guess yeah, I didn't because everything else is more befitting of a of a nitpick. Of a nitpick. I'd say. Okay, well let's get into that then, and I'll just conti- I will finish my thought about Little Impact. Um, I felt like during the course of the movie there weren't really any, uh, as I would say, tests or challenges to overcome. There, there was some relationship stuff, but I mean the biggest thing was like, I didn't feel like they really had to work that hard to get her into being a produced artist. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't anything that was really that difficult for them to do other than, um, like go out and make a demo tape, which they decided to do, you know, live or whatever. (laughs) And which was cool. That's a, that's a really cool idea, but like they never ran into any problems with that really. And anytime they did like, Oh shoot, the police are coming. They just had to run away. You know, it was like, it, it, it's like everything came together just fine and, and nothing yeah. nothing really bad happened. Some of it was relationship stuff, but it kind of all worked itself out. There wasn't really that make or break moment where you kind of felt like everything was here. We could lose it all or we could, you know, 
rise to glory, I guess. Um, rise from your grave. Yeah, the stakes were really low. Um, it kind of felt like he didn't really care if he got back together with his family, but he does at the end. It's just, I don't know, there weren't, there weren't any real stakes to, to make me feel like anything was going to happen. So I, I, I just feel like it kind of lends itself to that. This is a story about people who didn't have to try very hard to get noticed. <laughs> and everything worked out in the end, and everyone lived happily ever after the end. <laughs> it's magic town. It was. It was magic town. But, um, hmm. Well, I thought it was kind of convenient how he and his wife just magically reconcile. Yeah, towards the towards the end there. While I I get that maybe things weren't all that bad, it sounded like he, I mean, clearly they had things to work on, and he was like damaged from how things went, and that's why he was in his his current state of living that he was in. But it just seems like all of a sudden, like, oh well, we got our I got our we got our headphone splitter back, and we're just walking around yeah. listening to music, and everything's okay. Well, and he was you he know, would be the one who would have some serious like forgiving to do, and I feel like that would be a really hard thing to do. And you don't see any of that because he tells you what happens, but it's like, like you said, they, I guess you're just left to fill in the blanks that that happened at some point, but that's the part I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, mm, uh, for lack of lack of quality podcasting, that's all I'm going to bring up right now. Cause nothing else is really, um, is really blending in there for me. Okay. Um, the only, the last part for me, and this was a nitpick because it didn't stick around too long. And I think I have a reason for that in the IMDb fun facts. Uh, the writing at specifically at the beginning of the movie, uh, a lot of the dialogue was really rough. It, there were a lot of moments where like his daughter would say, well, I'm your daughter, you know? And like, nobody talks like that. It, it, they all were like verbal reminders of who was who and stuff like that. Mm. It, or like, this is my job. I work here. Like that kind of like, <laughs> we need to tell the audience what's going on. And that stuff sticks out to me so, so badly that it made me really think if the rest of the movie is going to be like this, then I'm going to have a tough time liking this. But thankfully it kind of just dissipated as the movie went along. So, um, that's why it ends up being a nitpick instead of a dislike. So let's okay, let's get okay. into the IMDb fun facts. Jason, uh, why don't you take the first one and I'll take the last two. Oh, very well, very well, sir. Uh, Kira Knightley had to learn to play guitar for this role. Her husband, musician James Wrighton, offered his help. According to Knightley, his lessons were disastrous and almost led to divorce and murder. Murder. Absolutely disastrous. Uh, a fair amount of the dialogue is improvised. So I wonder if that started happening a little bit more frequently with the later scenes as opposed to the, the beginning ones where a lot of the setup was happening. So maybe that's why the dialogue stopped being so awful. Or maybe that's why the beginning dialogue is so awful and it wasn't the writing at all. I don't know. But if a fair amount of the dialogue is improvised, then um, that definitely would make it feel a little bit more natural. And then lastly, yeah. 
And maybe possibly most interestingly, in May 2016, director John Carney told The Independent that while he considered Mark Ruffalo a great actor and Adam Levine a joy to work with, who, by the way, would pro- I think was probably the weakest actor out of everybody was Adam Levine. Um, he didn't like Kira Knightley's performance in this film under his direction. Carney said, It's not like I hate the Hollywood thing, but I like to work with curious, proper film actors as opposed to movie stars. And... I learned that I'll never make a film with supermodels again. He later apologized and recanted his statement. Yeah, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah. I I I can't imagine bad-mouthing somebody like that. I mean, they would really have to be a nightmare to work with, I think, but I thought she did okay. I don't know. Yeah, so, I don't eh, you know, haters going to hate Right. Well, and you never know what happens behind the scenes. So, yeah. Well, I don't think we got any listener feedback, Jason. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think we did. Must be people only like it when we watch bad movies, like <laughs> Wolf Cop. That's true. That's true. Or I Am Frankenstein, or whatever. Uh, Netflix. Hey, that. Hey, hey, that is Dave's favorite movie. I am Frankenstein. He never dies. His favorite. He never died. He loves them all. Uh, Netflix. He's so thankful to this day that we had him on for I Am Frankenstein. I mean, don't uh, let Dave ever tell you differently. He did his due diligence. He watched it. He did watch it, which is more than I can say about some of you. Oh, God. Um, Jason, Netflix's guess for me was a four and a half. It was a five from my suggestion. And your final score is? Ooh. You know, the judges are. I'm con- going to go a four. Oh. I, I could almost give this. I could almost give this a five because again, oh. Jess and I watched it together. She loved it. For us, for me, you know, I really apparently I really like that that coming of age slash turning things around, and then you <laughs> throw in throw in music, and then apparently I'm going to love it. Um, but God forbid, I don't if know, it's a musical for, though. For me, it was like a feel-good, you know, movie. I loved the the songs. I liked what was going on, and I just really enjoyed watching what was happening. So, and you know what? I don't always look at things with a critical eye. I just like to enjoy what's what's taking place on on the screen. So, um, we both really enjoyed it. So that's what big Hollywood wants you to do, Jason. They want to brainwash you with the musics and the the pretty stars and. Mark Ruffalo without a shirt, but you can't let him do that, Jason. Crap. I give it a one. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I'll give it a three and a half. Uh, and I will say that Edge is more on the four side of three and a half than uh, the three side. Uh, for no real reason other than I feel it just feels right to me, Jason. Feels right in my bosom. So that's what I'm going to give it. And that's what it's going to be for now and forever. So right. you can't do all anything right. about right. it. You want to, you want to, you, you want to fight? I'll fight yeah. you. Oh, okay. God, I've never fought in my life. Why don't you tell us what the next Netflixation is in our biweekly segment called Netflixation? <laughs> Netflixation. Well, all right. I'm going to give you options, Lucas. I've narrowed oh, it down to three, sele- three selections for you due to, to peruse. Okay. Um, Number one is an animated option, which is Coraline. 
um, which I've always okay. wanted to watch, but I haven't yet. So there's that. Then I bring you option number two, which is a, I would guess, a documentary, which is Enter the Battlefield, hmm. which is about uh, the pro circuit of Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yes, I have seen this come up on my list. And then option number three, Mascots. Isn't that, a, I thought that was a TV show. It's a movie? It is not. Oh, it it's is a movie. movie. Yeah. I just, looking at it, I just assumed I was, it I was, was a I always thought it was a TV, TV show, show as well. But it's, it's got it's got Jared from uh, Silicon Valley in it. That guy fucks. So it's got to be good. That's true. That's true. Uh, gosh, you know. Fun fun fact about Netflix originals. We tried to watch two the other day. One was in French, so that didn't work out. And the other was one with, you'll probably see it all the time. It's got Jillian Anderson in it. The Fall. Which I always thought I'd like, and man, we tried to we tried to get through the first episode. It just wasn't doing it. it just was not doing it. Dang it! So Netflix putting the Netflix stamp on something doesn't necessarily make it gold. Nope. Well, there you have it. I'm honestly being drawn to the documentary. Yet. We haven't watched a documentary Ooh, for a while. Enter the battlefield. Here we go, folks. How long it's is documentary it? Documentary that ne- hour and five minutes. Oh, oh. easy peasy. Yep, that Netflix describes as, For these competitors, it is more than just a game. It's their passion, their profession, and their legacy. Ooh. When you say it like that, it sounds epic. And then I'll give you the alternative description. This documentary follows seven top Magic the Gathering players, past and present, who've made their mark on the game's prestigious pro tour. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God, it stars Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Fuck. Of course it does. They couldn't think of anybody else to find to talk about. Oh, gosh darn it. Why does it star Will Wheaton? Wouldn't it just be? Because he's probably the, like, host of it or something. (laughs) Look at these Also, I had a brief conversation with Dan on Twitter today, and I'm definitely going to have to watch it. There's two seasons. Lucha Underground. Hmm. Luchador Wrestling. Come on. Hey, after I watched that uh, documentary, I probably should get into it as well. I almost was gonna peak, uh, was gonna pick um, Sheik, the Sheik for this for Netflixation, but I've actually watched that already. <sighs> I haven't yet. It's been on my queue for a while. Who doesn't like the Iron Sheik though? I've also seen Coraline, by the way, which is why I didn't. Oh, gee. Pick that. What about Twisted Twisted Effing Sister? That was another one too. I watched that, and that thing is way too long. God. Gosh, apparently Netflixation is called Lucas Watch That. <laughs> now, uh, tw- I have, didn't watch all of Twisting Effing, Effing Sister, but it's like two hours and 20 minutes long or something. So just be uh, yeah. aware of that. All right. Well, in two weeks' time, we will be back to talk about Enter the Battlefield, Life on the Magic Gathering Pro Tour. So you can look forward to that. And before we get into that awkward f- finish, we have to take a slight detour into the world of the community grab bag. I, I'm not going to play any music. I ha- I don't have any music for this. You, what? You don't have any music for the community grab bag? I have Spanish Flea if you really want Spanish Flea. Well, I got to have something at least. Okay. Get your, I get mean, your juice flowing. Com- community grab bag without anything would just be disappointed. When you said we're going to take a detour, I thought you were going to say, um, because in the... Uh, GT or whatever it's called on Amazon, the Grand Tour. 
they have a conversation piece called Conversation Street, and they always have this really cheesy, like, and we're about to take a detour on Conversation Street. I haven't seen the Grand Tour. You need to watch it. It's so good. Wow. Okay. Um, we have a couple entries. Excellent. Uh, starting off with Mr. Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. He's apparently the internet's darling. His podcasts are all the rage. He's my darling. You should check it out. Uh, he asks, Flexipose, have you ever talked about what you'd do if you won the lottery? Like $250 million worth. What's the smallest prize you'd accept to quit it all? And he <laughs> continues, if I won a million bucks, I'd be so gone. Hashtag self-sponsored professional gamer. Would he be a gone girl? Yes. I mean, smallest prize to accept to quit it all, like, my job? Yeah. No, you're family. And I've thought about this. <laughs> I think if I won money, it'd just make my job even better. Because now I can just enjoy my job and not give a shit. Because it's not like, you know... I mean, I would still do my job, but I mean, like, I wouldn't have to worry about the money aspect. You know, I could just do the job for the sake of doing my job. Like, well, I'm going to take, like, three months vacation. Oh, you're going to fire me? All right, whatever. <laughs> you're going to be that guy who never, um, like, does his job but doesn't give a shit. But the people yeah. who, who are there are too... Uh, scared to fire anybody, so you're just that employee who hangs around. There. And everyone hates, but they won't fire him. No, no. Honestly, I think like let's say I wanted a ridiculous amount of money. Honestly, I I'd almost want to keep this house. Like I don't need a flashy house to uh, validate my lifestyle. Like, okay, clearly the basement would be redone. My kitchen would be awesome. Ugh, my bathroom would be redone. You know. I'd probably put it. There'd be a second bathroom in the basement. We'd redo the basement. We'd add, redo the kitchen. Redo the master bathroom. We'd probably redo everything in the house, but we'd keep the house, and then we'd take all of our family on this awesome vacation somewhere for you know. And then Jess always would want like a vacation house and on Mackinac Island. <laughs> leave them there. <laughs> so we'd have a vacation house on Mackinac Island. Awesome family vacation. Redo the main house, and then um, I would I would think you know. I probably would not keep working the job I have, but Jess has always wanted. Jess is very entrepreneurial. Um, I think we've always dreamed like a like she would always be very good at either doing some sort of estate sale based business or having her own like antique resale business. Or we've always dreamed of like having our own coffee shop Ooh. type thing. So. That's what we would do with money, and of course I'd have this fucking sick gaming rig, yo. <laughs> that you never play. <laughs> that I never get to play. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. You've thought about this. Now, my question is... Well, when you're playing the Powerball every weekend, you gotta know <laughs> what you're gonna spend to do with the money. <laughs> we gotta watch the news, because we gotta watch the Powerball. The Powerball! <laughs> uh... I have to ask you a question, and this will go for both of us. Would you take the – because is that $250 million after – like, do you get that in the lump sum? Oh, would I take, take, the, would I take the lump sum yeah. or take the payments? Right. I can't remember what's better. Because it's technically better to take the payments. That's what I thought, because the lump sum, you're, you're eating so much on the taxes, right? Yeah. I feel like that's almost a little bit better because then I wouldn't blow all the money at once. Just to take the lump sum, you know, or to do the. If I did the lump sum, you know, because yeah. you wouldn't have access to all the money right away. Yeah, because I've held. 
Hell, I just like to win that publisher's clearinghouse. What is it? Uh, how many thousand dollars a week for life? Yeah, just give me that. You just want the big check. <laughs> yeah, I want the big cardboard check. Did you actually think that you cashed this giant cardboard check here at the bank, sir? We can't. We can't catch that. You you remember <laughs> what that's from, don't you? I I vaguely do. It's Silicon Valley, Help I me. believe. Oh gosh, yes it is. You silly. You're not a real fan. What the hell's wrong? Hey, with that's you? That, that's coming back next month. Yeah, on a season platform three that I can't watch it on. Oh, who's the fan? Bucks. Who's the fan now? Um, your wallet, I guess. Oh, Star Wars Rebels. Oh, you can't watch that either. Last episode last week, amazing. Had Darth Maul in it. Can't tell you what happens. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Uh, what would I? I okay. The smallest. Well, first of all, I don't have anything to quit. The only thing I could quit is my family. Um, I think if I gave Lucas 20 bucks, he'd quit this podcast. If I won the lottery, you know what I would do? I would take the lump sum probably, even though you do eat a lot of the fees. And I would, one, give some money to my mom because, good Lord, she she deserves it. Uh, That poor lady just – she needs to not work. She's going to die early of stress-related issues if things keep going the way that things are going for her. So I'd give some money to Mm -hmm. my mom. Uh, we probably would move just cause we've always wanted a uh, slightly more rooms, more rooms to the house. Like it'd be nice if we had a guest room or like our bathroom wasn't right next to where Isaac sleeps. So we have to like creep around if we want to go to the bathroom. Um, so when you're really forcing one out, you wake him up. No, no, I never, uh. I, I, I put the silencer on. I just cover my <laughs> arm with my, or my mouth with my arm and I, <laughs> Not too loud. <sighs> well, if anything taught me, like Austin Powers taught me, you can't force it. You're blowing O-ring. That's true. That is true. Um, but you know, I we would we would uh, do the usual, like you said, probably better our lives, but not go crazy with it. But I will tell you one thing: I would set some money aside, and I would make a freaking movie, and I would fund it myself. Damn it. Would it be like the Fluxtapose movie, our life story that we've always hoped and dreamed? No, because I want people to watch it, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Plus, that would be 30 minutes. That's more like a documentary. Uh, Dude. But, yeah. Uh. But the smallest oh, – yeah. I, I mean, I would accept – not to quit at all, but I would be happy if I won, like, $50,000. Not that it would, like, change my life or anything, but it would be a nice <laughs> – Dude, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they talking about how, like, 20, like, if you won, like, $10,000 or whatever, you know, it's not life change. And I was like, screw you guys. I'll take $10,000. Yeah, it's not going to change my life, but I can still do a lot with $10,000. I mean, even after taxes, I mean, that's still, like, seven k. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you're going to. That's $7,000 more than what I had. It's life changing it in the sense that you might buy something you didn't have before, like a, a better car or something, but it's right. not like then your life goes right back to normal. It's not like you live the rest of your life as a millionaire. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I probably wouldn't go anywhere. I mean, I, I mean, I would go out maybe on a trip or something, but it's not like we'd move to Florida or something. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're probably the most boring people to ask what they would do with the lottery. (laughs) Well, you know, you're going to have that. As you yawn, you very poignant, very poignant statement on on how boring we're boring we people i'm a boring person this is a boring podcast at this point i'm sure uh thank you sean moving on and the man the myth the legend dan 
Anthony, the proud owner of a Flexibos t-shirt. I don't know if it's made it to him yet. I hope it has. I hope yeah, he enjoys it. Yeah, I thought about that. I was like, I hope I don't have to like accept something or 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 like some stupid thing is pending and he hasn't gotten it yet. Yeah. Dan, if you haven't gotten it yet, let us know and we'll like fire up the hamster wheels or something. I mean, the shop has a huge layer of dust, so they probably didn't know how to process orders. It's true. That's that sweat shop in China. I guess we got to <laughs> get him get him working harder. Damn kids. Uh and he says, uh Flexico's, my question is, whoa, what the heck? Huffington Post, weird news. Okay. Camera catches two-year-old twins having epic party after bedtime. So we're clicking the this link better here. better not be child pornography. Okay. <laughs> well, can't be a better. You want to look at hashtag butts again for. Oh, God. Yes, I do. Um, I don't, I don't, I see the spot where the video is supposed to load up. Oh, God. But... I, I'm watching it right now. <laughs> it's in There's fast no motion. no video for though. me. I'm not getting. There's nothing there. This is hilarious. I'm I'm watching it and you're missing it all. Basically, well, here I'll describe what I'm seeing for people who are not watching this video, which is everybody listening to this podcast. So it's playing in fast motion. I don't see a timer, but basically these kids are laid down. It's two minutes long. They're laid down in their crib for probably like five minutes, ten minutes. They both get out of their cribs. These twins. And uh, they proceed to – there's, like, a couch on the um, – I, I had to open it in Microsoft Edge, for God's sake. Oh, God. Did you know Edge is faster than Chrome now? It'll tell it, you. That's what it tells five me. five seconds. Uh, so th- I like the music. Oh, I turned – well, here. Let's get a taste of that. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll keep that on there. Um, so, yeah, they're no just going all sleeping. over. No wonder they're not Look at that crazy thing spinning around on their crib. I know. It's like a disco ball up there. But they're going around, and they're making pillow forts and just having a grand old time. Oh, and then Dad comes <laughs> in. <laughs> He's a lot nicer. Oh, man, they're making that fort for a long time before Dad comes in. Yeah, and then they do it again. And <laughs> What's funny to me is that Isaac will be this age fairly soon. A couple, or well, not a couple. Oh, months, Dad came in. It's like Parvi's effing over. This is our lockdown. I know. I was like waiting pri- for like him. the warden, prison warden, just comes in. It's like this shit is done. I'm just amazed That's at how funny. well they can climb in and out of their cribs with ease. Yeah, they just. Good lord, it is quite something to watch, though, especially yeah. since it's in fast motion. So, yes. okay, what was the question? Otherwise, I'm going to sit here and watch the rest of this. <laughs> well, that was it. He goes, my question is, whoa, what the heck? And he posts that, and he goes, in addition, whoa, just thought I'd share for the flex to fathers. It's no death by porno mag, but it's fun, nonetheless. It sure is fun. I, I, I these kids. I told you, D- Dan is our purveyor of weird news. Oh, Detroit Red Wings he... win two to one. That's what that noise was. Hey, Mantha scored a goal. Yay. He's your boy. Well, yep. we appreciate. Well, I, had Carey, I think I had Carey Price in that too, but it doesn't matter. It's not like anyone can beat my <laughs> fantasy hockey team. That was a salacious crumb. Salacious crumb. Yes. I mean, I've I've only lost one game all season. I don't know if you know that. All the good, um, all the good impressions start with the. This is my. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> this is my salacious crumb. This is my, this is I. How do I do? Well, um, Mr. Dan yeah. Anthony, we thank you for your your little slice of joy that you bring to us. Yeah, as always, Dan, you always give us good things. So, 
Good things, good things. If you want to be like Dan and send us, and Sean, and send us cool things, you can hit us up on the interwebs at, uh, at sign Flexipose. That's how you can find us on Twitter. Hey. We're, we're on there doing all the cool things, and you can do the cool things, too. Hot. With the kids and the, the hipping and the hopping. Oh, okay. That I'm, that I'm okay with. Should I, should oh, okay. I do this? Should I do that? It feels like the right time to do that. It, it does feel like the right time. That's all that was in the grab bag. That's all that's in this show. Podcast. It's over. It's over already. I know. It's so sad. Maybe. Unless you left early. Next week. Unless, yeah, unless you just said, well, these guys suck. And then you quit out, which, you know. About 50-50. That's disappointing. That's disappointing. Hopefully, you stuck it with us, and you'll be back next time. I may be back next week. I may not be back. I don't know what Lucas is going to do. So. I might host an, a whole episode all by myself. I'll be like those kids in that video, except for the equivalent of that in podcast form. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, what better way to say it? I am Jason. That is Lucas. Thank you for listening, and hopefully you'll see us both or hear us both next week for another edition of Flux to Pose, whether it be drinking your milkshakes. Drinking your milkshakes. Until then... Flux to close. We're done. Goodbye. That liquor was getting to you. I didn't have any liquor, bro. Beer. You had bourbon barrel. It's good. <laughs>